This is Purple Radio On Demand. You're listening to a Durham Hoosock production. So, how you doing? Good, good. Yeah, I'm okay. <sighs> Just tired. Don't suppose you can make me a room without a bunk bed. What are you two chatting about? Just chatting. No need to get jealous. What? No, I'm not jealous. Is that a lie detector? I don't know what that is. Now I do. We're going off course. We were on a course. Not the right time for sarcasm, even if it is one of your better features. Well, there, dear. We're coming into land. But where? These readings look familiar. Okay. Solid ground. Environment looks normal. Not the only solid thing by the sounds of it. Something hit us. I've never been in an accident before. Oh, we should see if they're all right. Sorry about that. Usually we park off to the side. I don't know why she's done this. You're right. Oh, my head. I was trying to get away. Get away? Have I just stopped a robbery? Quite so. This coward took something of great importance to me. Had you not intervened, I would be riding to Paris empty-handed. Well, glad we could be of assistance. There we are. My letter of recommendation. I thank you to keep your hands to yourself, good man. Ugh. This is how Treville claims his victory. Treville? Now why do I know that name? You from Paris, my lady. With attire like that, you must be in the court of the king. Down, boy. Wait. No. Treville. Monsieur de Treville. The king... King Louis, perchance? And a stranger trying to steal a letter of recommendation. Can't be. What's your name? My name, milady, is D'Artagnan. I'm going to be a musketeer. Doctor Who, Out of the Shadows, Episode 10. The Fourth Wall, written and directed by Jacob Cook. So, we just met D'Artagnan, the Three Musketeers guy, all swords and fancy hats. No, that wasn't D'Artagnan. Well, he said that was his name. Jason! What do you know about the Three Musketeers? Not much. I remember a TV show about it with some Scottish guy as the villain, but I never saw it. You know the fiction, not the fact. The book by Alexandre Dumas was based on real people, real events. Yeah, so we've landed in the real events. Why do you look stressed? Not the first time. Because they didn't happen like this. Sure, there was gallivanting through Paris and banter with Cardinal Richelieu, but what we just witnessed? Chapter 1. D'Artagnan encounters the evil Rochefort on his way to Paris, losing his letter of recommendation to the captain of the Musketeers, Monsieur de Treville, in the process. We've not disrupted history. We've disrupted canon. Is that bad? 
I've absolutely no idea. D'Artagnan is our best bet as to finding out what's happened here. Thankfully, I know exactly where he's heading. Where? Easy. Chapter 2. Okay, a quick jaunt to Paris. What's the matter with you, dear? Something up with that. Can't take off. It's like our systems are locked, some signal interfering with them. Looks like we'll have to get there the old-fashioned way. Don't suppose you've ridden a horse? Not a horse, no. Best hope you're a quick learner. Whoa! Steady there, horse. Don't call him that. His name's Cornelius. Respect him and he'll respect you. I don't speak horse. Well, you speak TARDIS. That's better than me. Am I still dizzy, or has the world gone still? It has. But how? What trickery is this? Oh, no, 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 this is all wrong. Oh, we've barely started. I must get things back on track. Who speaks? From where does that voice sound? <laughs> Monsieur Rochefort, allow me to escort you to Paris. Okay. Good work, Cornelius. That's the spirit. Well done, Jeremiah. Not very French names, these. Horses can't see the colour red. France's flag is meaningless to them. Now, D'Artagnan should be inside the hotel, speaking to Monsieur de Treville. Let's see if this plays out how it should. The Hotel de Treville. What a dump. Where's D'Artagnan in all this? Exploring, I should imagine. Though first... But it is true. And the proof is that I paid 12 pistoles for it. Is it not so, Aramis? Right on cue. Indeed, Porthos. Porthos and Aramis. Two out of the three. Hello, gentlemen. Fancy seeing you here. Sorry. Have we met? Come now, Porthos. Do not protest at female attention. Now, Aramis, you have plenty of that already. Enough of the rumours. Besides, I only speak on your behalf. Of course you do. Sorry, madame. I'm afraid I didn't hear your name. I'm the doctor. New captain transferred from the East. And this is Jason, a potential recruit. I am? I mean, sure I am. I'm great at handling swords. Oh, don't start. Athos, Porthos, Aramis. Damn. News of the Rufaru must have reached Treville. Time to face the music. Tell you what, don't go. I'm sorry? Well, we're having such a lovely chat. He's only going to shout at you. Doctor, what are you doing? Taking a biro to the margins, seeing what happens. Anyway, you're missing one of the inseparables. Where's Athos? Injured. He should be about. Treville's call would summon a dead man for rebuke after God had taken his due. Trivial calls us, gentlemen. <laughs> you dare dawdle? Why? We were waiting for you, Athos. Precisely. All for one and one for all. Especially if said one is a telling off. Uh, we will make a case to him. Surely he'll see our side of the story. Uh. Athos? Oh no. Someone call a surgeon! Quickly! No need. You've got one. Injured shoulder. Okay. No problem. Patch you up. Bit of fast acting salve. 
So that's why you brought all those supplies from the TARDIS. Yeah, I had a feeling I'd need them. Thank you. That does feel somewhat better. No problem. Nice to live up to the title every now and then. It is he! The robber! Oh, what a traitor! He's in a hurry. Chapter 4. We skipped 3. The story's reasserting itself. Come on! Back here, you fiend! Doctor, care to explain what's happening for those who haven't read the book? D'Artagnan is going after Rochefort, but he's meant to get away. Except he might not. By keeping the musketeers inside, we've removed a roadblock. So we could catch him. And if he does, that's when things really go off track. Stop there! Oh, quiet, boy. You sought me out here. What for? You have what I took from you. I have the letter, and very useful it was too. My dignity, however, that I need to reclaim, and I shall. You think it dignified to bleed out in the street? Because you'll have to tell me what it's like. All right, gents. Why don't we put the swords down? I know. Don't stop them. I want to see where this goes. And you're here to taunt me too. This whole affair started with you in that damned box. And I have no qualms in ending it. Coward! Do not worry, my lady. I shall protect you. Knock yourself out. I know how you fight, boy. You'll be on the floor in suckers. On the contrary! I'm hardly breaking a sweat. Better for you to break a bone and leave with what remains. What is this? A duel? Rochefort, I thought you better than this. This boy and I have a dispute. Either we settle it now, or he trails me around France like a lost puppy. And these onlookers? Something to settle afterwards. Well, allow us to settle it for you. That escalated quickly. Just a bit. Gentlemen, you wouldn't execute a defenceless woman and child in the streets, would you? Child? Yeah, all right, forgo the sympathy points. Tell you what, toss us each a spare sword, let's make this fair. We could disgrace ourselves by fueling the likes of you. What? Scared we'll beat you? Cossack swords. Lovely. Terribly well balanced. I'm going to be honest, Doctor. I don't know how to sword fight. Two very important rules. One, play to defence. Two, exploit your opponent's lack of it. Oh, and three, try not to get stabbed. Very helpful. Okay then, what's the etiquette here? Should we assign partners? Have a countdown? Yeah! Right into it, very direct. You fight well, boy, but not well enough. Look, doing better than I thought, so shut it. That's it, Jason. Spirits up. How was she so shipper? With two opponents to be. Great, isn't it? It's almost a fair fight. Who are you to complain of unfairness? Oh no, I was waiting on you to do it. These are the ones you align with, boy. Fool. I know them not, but they have conviction. More than you could ever possess. Quick to judge without cause. I am nobody to you. I have nobody I suspect to anyone once this day is done. Jason! This ends now, child. For both of you. Whoa there! A boy at your feet, Jusak. The rumours must be true. The three inseparables. 
today gets better and better. Oh, the day must have low standards if you've reached attacking two Gascons and a woman before noon. Is that how you see this? By my eyes, some insolent musketeers were harassing innocent citizens, and we, as humbled guards of the Cardinal, had to intervene. But not without the loss of several of them. Now he's writing in the margins. I'm afraid that's not quite how we see things at all. I'd be happy to settle this over a nice bottle of wine. No? The old-fashioned way, then. There are but three of us, and one of us wounded, exclusive of uh, these boys and this woman. And yet it will be said that we were six men. Wait until I next die. I might be able to even that out a little. Still for now, where were I'll make you a better I can disarm Bikarat before you can Jusa. Taken, my friend. Oh, will you two focus? What? Scared of a little distraction? Honestly, I'm with Kawasaki on this one. You there. Boy, fancy joining in? <laughs> Needing the help. What the contrary? Letting him share the experience. <laughs> that many hands oh no 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 the jewel should be but a calm this show not in the streets rush for you were meant to escape not be caught by d'artagnan who hasn't even met the musketeers Ugh. you woman and your boy why must you intervene in my story your story I reserved this space months in advance. I was promised a perfect retelling. Perfect, I tell you. Brand new hardware, dialogue mimicry, sophisticated automatons, and what do I get? Canonical destitution. Oh, this demands a full reset. Where should we... Ah, yes. Here. Wait! <laughs> the hell was that? The hell was he? I guess an alien. I'd gotten that far. But intervening in a sword fight that wasn't meant to happen, then sending us to wherever we are now? Second guess, London. The mansion of George Villiers, also known as the Duke of Buckingham, if I were to go as far as guess number three. You got all that from a fancy corridor? Nope. I got it all from literature. I told you, we're not living through the history of 17th century France. We're living through the book based on it via some kind of simulation. I don't suppose... Okay. Not the land of fiction. At some point, you just start saying words. It's an alternate dimension for the fantasy become reality. D'Artagnan showed up there too. But this isn't a sequel. We're not on Islos. This isn't the Gallifrey Archives. Wherever we are, the Sonic isn't giving it away. So the plan is to keep gatecrashing the story and see if Mr Handy shows up again with answers. You know me too well. Now, if we're here, D'Artagnan can't be far behind. Oh, how about in here? Herself, I believe, your lordship. Shh, just watch for now. You have the diamonds, Lord Buckingham? Here, here are those precious studs with which I had made an oath to be buried. Someone's got a weird obsession. A gift from Queen Anne, Buckingham's lover. And now he's kissing them. 
I didn't say you were wrong to call it weird. Oh! What's the matter? What's befallen you, my lord? All is lost. Two of the studs are gone. There are but ten. Has your grace lost them, or do you suppose- Stolen! I should imagine. Sorry, Bucks, that was your line, wasn't it? Who are you? These are private chambers for private matters. We've seen enough, trust me. I can vouch for these individuals, my lord. They were in Paris with me. They helped me on my journey. Wait, no, they didn't. But they did. Crossing narratives. Bit tricky. Let's have a look at those diamonds, then. I'm hardly going to hand them over to a stranger. These are priceless items. Come on, they're already damaged. I can help. Promise. I... <sighs> All right. Don't suppose you've got a cloth to wipe these down. They're a bit... wet. All right, then. An intervener, a swordsmith, and a jeweller. Is there anything you cannot do? Ward you off, apparently. Oh, and make a decent meringue. <laughs> well, what can you see? Not much. I'm trying to remember this part of the book. But they're definitely stolen. You can see where the string has been cut. And if memory serves, the culprit is... The Countess de Winter. Yes, it must be. That's the one? Milady. Hope the pages don't get flipped to her. The thief is irrelevant. We need these studs intact or your correspondence with the Queen will be exposed. I can fetch my best jeweler, O'Reilly. He can create replicas that we- No need. Give me two hours and I'll do it myself. I won't even charge. Got anywhere I can work? Never mind. That desk will do. How often does this talent get shown off? Quite a lot, if it even existed. I'm just waiting for some scholarly intervention. Madam, I do believe that is the job of O'Reilly. Kindly step aside. Not until I have answers. Well, I don't see any need to answer to you. Now, another reset should do the trick. Oh no, you don't. Come here! Oh. Doctor? So, guys. Diamonds. The Ballet of Merlaison. That's lovely. You know it. I read the book. Very clever subplot. Hence why I know this is all fake. Fascinating. I thought you were a software bug. You're real. As are you. But this isn't. What's going on here? A viewing gallery. With a transparent fourth wall to match all the bells and whistles. Well, of course the fourth wall would be transparent. Otherwise, I couldn't see. Yeah, Alright, alright. And you're seeing... what, exactly? Well, isn't it obvious? My name is Arudmo. My people, the Acreve, I presume you've heard of us, are renowned scholars dedicating ourselves to knowledge. I myself have a personal preference for the fiction of Earth. Its scribes are such wonderful creationists. So, when I saw this planet had refurbished its facilities, added an entire region for bringing pages to life, how could I resist? Oh. <laughs> it's not an evil plan. Nice change. Uh, yes, it's not going well, though. Oh, it's new software. It's all full of bugs and glitches, hence why I thought you were one. The, the characters shouldn't even be able to see us, never mind all the... Never mind what? The physical inaccuracies. Karasak was... Uh, look, I said never mind. Oh. 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 Is that really impacting on your story too much? 
Rochefort crashed his horse into a big blue box and had a duel 60 chapters early, and you're concerned about gender? Does it make that much difference to see someone being stabbed in the gizzards by a woman and not a man? I was promised to do my level accuracy, madam. Doctor, if you don't mind. I paid for accuracy. I demand accuracy in plot and character. If I don't get that, why bother? Fun? Ah! Also, I'll let you in on a secret. The original outline, all women. Every single character. Two queens, a female cardinal, and for some reason, all performed as opera. What? That's nonsense. I know. Great, isn't it? I, well, opera, really? Oh, never mind. If you and your friend are living beings, I suppose you're perfectly welcome to stay and watch. A literary debate might be nice. And where is Jason? Oh, around somewhere. I reserved half the landmass for this. He'll be present in another chapter, enjoying the tale. I can bring him here. No, leave him for now. Give him some culture. And you can let me back in there while you're at it. Very well. You may watch from within. Play a role if you want. Like a housemaid. But please try not to interfere. Wouldn't dream of it. Whoa. Okay. Doctor? Yeah, too easy for her to be here. But where is he? D'Artagnan is late. He better not be cavorting with that woman again. Have faith in him, Athos. He's a busy man. Yes. <clears throat> Rather too busy, I fear. Well, when in Rome. Or Paris. D'Artagnan! My, how you've shrank since we last saw you! Enough of the jokes, Aramis. Who are you, boy? Oh, uh, D'Artagnan sent me. Said he's running late. He's hired another lackey already? Planchet must be so jealous. One moment. Have we met? Possibly I've lost track. In a hotel? That's it, yes. Uh, Jason, wasn't it? The duel with those red guards and Rochefort. You were there with that woman, the captain. Wait, were you? Oh, and D'Artagnan, yes, he was... No, 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 no Porthos. I, I, I would remember it too, I think. Oh, good, good. Oh, I must be going mad. There's a lot of it about. Uh, please have a seat whilst we wait for D'Artagnan. So, the three musketeers. Why do you never aim for a bigger number? A bigger number? Yeah. Like, if there were five of you, two could have died, and you'd still have three left. But if Edgar Wright can ask... I have to say, you are the strangest company I've had in a while. Only if you discount the women, Aramis. Actually, perhaps not even then. All rumours. Don't disgrace my reputation in front of our new friend here. No, please. Spill the tea. You get about a bit? I think he does. As do half the regiment. He denies it. And I do not care. Oh, Athos. You'll have to excuse him. Any discussion of romance brings about the same reaction as digging out an ingrown toenail. Love is cold and unforgiving. Better to learn that young. I mean, it's got its ups and downs. No need to tell me that. 
Do tell, do tell. Oh yes, this sounds quite fascinating. Well, <sighs> there might be someone. Someone, eh? Gentlemen, is this really the time? Athos, you'd say that at a wedding. Go on, Jason. Back home, there's a guy... a person. We left it a little uncertain, I went off travelling, they stayed home. No idea when I was coming back. Or if I even would. So, while I'm adventuring and someone happens to catch my eye, which, you know, people tend to do, I look away. For all I know though, they're looking towards people, walking over, saying hi as they'd have every right to do when I'm gone. I could go back any time, and I would, I will, but not yet. I wouldn't be able to stay. Do you not write to her? I struggle to deliver any letters at the moment. They certainly couldn't send any back. God knows what the address would be. That's love. It requires constant effort, should you really desire it. Still, as much as it pains me to agree with Athos... I'm flattered. You're young. You're allowed to experience heartbreak and have it mean both everything and nothing at all. Mm. Not that this means swearing off women forever. What say you, Aramis, as a man of God? Simple. Follow your heart, wherever it says. God will find you there. Not really one for God, I'm afraid. Then consider him an additional benefit. (laughs) But always be aware that whatever is temporary can become permanent at a moment's notice. The pragmatism of the prudent youth is often preferable. Believe me, I've dug myself out of a pit before, rather been pulled out. I doubt I'd be here today without them. But with uh, <clears throat> them, where will you be tomorrow? Oh, the creature from the hotel! Stand down, gentlemen. Now, my boy, you might have the youthful complexion, but you don't seem like D'Artagnan to me. Not my fault if he doesn't show up on time to his own plot point. Oh, you could have at least played the part. Mate, I don't know the part. The oldest book I've read is Harry Potter. You know, before the transphobia. As I was explaining to your companion, this is supposed to be a perfect reenactment of the novel. The software is glitching, I'll grant you. However, it is not helped by your diversions from the canonical material. What's wrong with that? I just had a very nice talk with them about romance, the best insight I've had into that stuff for months. And you'd rather it was scrapped because I'm old dude and think of it first. Uh, that's not the point. The point is... Oh, I'm not going to explain it. You want romance? Alright. I'll show you romance. Ah, oh, I was really enjoying that ball. King Lou was really nailing the time warp. And the stockings. Where am I now? Another corridor. Ugh, really narrowing it down. Sir, are you one D'Artagnan of Bern? Yes, my lord. D'Artagnan, eh? Which makes that... Excuse me. Who are you to enter without knocking? You again. You know this woman, Monsieur D'Artagnan? We met in Mung. Oh, you did. 
Or see perchance the intervening element of a disparagement with you and one of my men? Your lordship is very well informed. Or he's read the book. Quite impressive, actually. It's nearly 600 pages. What book? Oh, nothing your eminence needs to worry about. That is my decision, not one of a stranger. A title you still hold, considering you failed to proffer a name when asked. Hiding behind a Gascon's endorsement will get you nowhere. I'm the Doctor, and you're Cardinal Richelieu. Ah, a rather more impressive introduction, it has to be said. Although, a woman doctor? Your husband's title, I presume? Never presume. You make a prez out of... No, that's not it. Whatever, it's my title. In fact, everyone got it from me. D'Artagnan, when you met this woman before, were you able to fully comprehend what she said? Your eminence surely has more understanding than my own, but no, not much. I find myself in the same position. Why are you here, Doctor? Me? Oh, just an observer. Do continue. This is private business. Private to you, maybe. But not to the king. The king? Oh yeah. He wanted me to keep a closer eye on things. Hard to do that from the royal chambers. It's all perfectly regular. Is it? It might be from now on. Fine. Take a seat. Blimey, it's cold in here. Again, wherever here is. That's not ominous at all. Hello? Who is there? Felton? Sorry, no. Just me. Oh. And where is Felton? Indisposed? I think I'm his understudy. You seem sweet, my boy. What is your name, if that information is not forbidden to me as so much is? I'm Jason. Who are you? Oh, my god! Does my brother hide so much of me from the world, my titles and truths? Am I to him just a poor maiden waiting to be rescued from this tower, alone and unwanted? No, no, hang on. I might know. What did Buckingham call you? Buckingham? I would assume a great many things, that scoundrel. That's it. The Countess de Winter. So I am not as secret as once thought. That is reassuring. What are you doing in here? Last I heard, you were stealing diamonds. And who told you that? Buckingham did. I think he may have been crying at the time. Buckingham? Oh, Buckingham. Has he seduced you too? I certainly hope not. There are many who would paint me as a villain, a tool of Cardinal Richelieu, in their minds the most evil man in Europe. I know the whispers among the king's men, traitors to the cause, for they are wrong. We are French, united against the English. Anybody on this side of the water is a natural enemy. This is beyond doubt, whether their blood is shared within our veins or spilled across the dirt. Is it so distasteful for me to support the ground one has walked their whole life? Depends how you support it. 
if you're having to lie, cheat and steal. Is this what you think of me? Oh dear, then it is true. My reputation is ruined, torrented, ripped from this realm. Even if my death is to come soon by brutal means, it can do nothing to save my presence here. And yet... <clears throat> Tell me, is that a knife in your pocket? I mean, yes, so whatever you're thinking, don't get your hopes up. Give it to me. What? My life is meaningless. I am to be sentenced to death mere days from now, departing this world with nothing, and somehow even less to seek in the next. However, whatever it's worth, my life is still my own, mine to control. Let me end it on my own terms. No, no. I'm not going to let you do that. And why not? What do you see in me that no other does? Like you said, a life. Jason, please, sit. Let me tell you a story. You are brave, D'Artagnan, and you are prudent, which is far better. I love men of head and heart, but young as you are, and only on the threshold of the world, your enemy is very powerful. If you do not have care, they will destroy you. My lord, they will undoubtedly accomplish it very easily, for they are strong and well supported whilst I stand alone. <laughs> alone? What rubbish. For I am alone, especially compared to his eminence, all his power and majesty, thousands loyal to him. Who needs thousands? You've got your inseparables, Athos, Porthos and Aramis. All the loyalty in the world and loyal to you, not just an idea. What do you suggest, Doctor? That my men, the men of France, are spineless sycophants? Oh, well now you're putting words in my mouth. Sorry, go on. Right. D'Artagnan, you have, I believe, a need of a guide in the adventurous career you have undertaken, since, if I am not mistaken, you have come to Paris with the ambitious intention of making a fortune. <laughs> I'm at the age of foolish hopes, my lord. Oh, oh that's not no foolish. foolish. And I've done it again. You were going to make an offer. Make it. I was, yes. Although I can't help but feel the wind has been taken out of my sails somewhat. D'Artagnan, what would you say to an ensigncy in my guards and a company at the end of the campaign? Uh. My lord! You accept it, do you not? Uh, my lord... What? Do you decline it? Of course he does, it's a terrible offer. Terrible? Do you think this, D'Artagnan? No, no! <laughs> your goodness confounds me, my lord, and I discover in your eminence a greatness of soul. So you do accept my offer? Well... No, my lord. If your eminence permits me to speak frankly. Yes? Speak? Well then, I must inform your eminence that all my friends are amongst the musketeers, and that all my enemies are in the service of your eminence. I should be unwelcome here if I accepted what you were good enough to offer. 
And can you already have the proud idea that I do not offer you as much as you deserve, sir? Eh, close, but no banana. Do you mind, Doctor? I am trying to converse with young D'Artagnan here to make him a rather respectable offer which would be most fitting for him, and I cannot do this with you blundering into every conversation. Whatever the king might say, this is my authority, and I will not hesitate to have you dismissed. Dismiss me all you like. Not like I work for the king. What? Oh yeah, I'm just a tourist. Then get out of here this instant. God! Hold on, hold on. Don't you want to know how I got in? As a matter of fact, I do. Cool. Anyway, D'Artagnan, you don't need a penny from this man. Wealth, power, status, it's all meaningless. Something to get you through the day. What you have, and what nobody can ever take away from you, are your friends. No matter what happens to France, or to the king, or the cardinal, they'll be by your side, so long as you're willing to keep them there. I am. Of course I am. But that doesn't change the fact that we're all very small fish in a very large pond. What mark can we make? Fish create ripples in the water. Those ripples rebound, change the pond, erode the rocks, wear down the earth. However inconsequential, there's a mark. No matter what the bigger fish might say. <laughs> you sound like Aramis. Our place in all the world. Your place is to rise up against evil. No matter its flag. This is the second time Richie Richier has asked to meet you. What happened the first time when you declined? My love, Constance. She was taken from me. Stolen away by a mysterious hand. Did you never wonder whose? No. Because I already knew. Do not finish that sentence, boy. Or do. Dare you. The Cardinal. Blasphemy. How? Because you see yourself as not just a man of God, but his equal. Oh, we all know your lies, your deceptions, me more than most. The moment I dared not to put myself in check, you took the woman I loved. Then, out of favour with the stick, you decided on the carrot. This offer of a position within your ranks. All an excuse to keep me in line. Well, I don't want to be in line if you're the one with the chalk. As you insist. Then I shall have you arrested. You can't do that! There won't be any cells rendered! Oh, I don't think you'll be requiring a cell, Doctor. Rather a more. No! <laughs> Mon Dieu. Did I just kill the Cardinal? Do you know? I think you might have. A long time ago, I knew a man, a vile, wretched creature, who would have sought me to the end of time. Unfortunately, he was not willing to wait so long, and when I resisted his advances, he took action. As he could not sacrifice my soul, he was determined to defile my body. At last. At last what? What did he do? One night, a powerful narcotic was mixed with my drink. Scarcely had I finished my repast before I found myself gradually sinking into an unusual torpor. I fell, praying with a frozen tongue, 
sinking to the floor in a sleep resembling death. What happened when you woke up? I had been transported into a circular chamber, no door to enter by nor to exit. With night approaching, my fears increased. There was nothing to be done until... Until? A door hinged in the ceiling, opening, casting light into the room. And I perceived with horror that a man was standing a few paces from me. And this man was he who had pursued me for a year, and who, from his first word, left me no hope of regaining my liberty. And this man was Lord Buckingham. Why would you say that? You've badmouthed him twice, and I don't know any of the characters. Not the hardest conclusion to jump to. Or you knew of the evil in his heart, and judged him accordingly. For yes, it was he, locked inside the room, he must have been there since I had awoken, shielded by shadow, only visible to me now. And this knowledge, the knowledge that he had me contained as if an animal in a zoo, with a door surely present that he could step through while I could not, having freedom to watch me through the bars whenever he desired. And it was then I thought, as I do now, that the only commodity I had to hand was my life. Surely you couldn't use it, though. I mean, you didn't. You're here. He wasn't just going to hand you a gun. Beside me, only now revealed in the light, was a table set for supper. I rushed towards it, seizing a knife and placing it to my bosom. And as he watched on, I cried, Take one step further, and beside my dishonor, you shall have to answer for my death. Wow. And what did he say? He merely bade me farewell. The lights dimmed. I heard that siren song of an opening door. And once more, I was alone. He must have come back. And then you must have overpowered him. Many times, many times. He tortured me with his words, branded me with a symbol of criminals, the fleur-de-lis. Oh, I was lucky, so lucky to gain my freedom. How did you get out? My lover smuggled me from the country once Buckingham averted his gaze, bringing me back to my territory before his death. Striking mere days before Buckingham looked back. You think me foolish to see this as more than coincidence. And now, for all my efforts, I find myself in chains once more, waiting for my demise, or worse. For at the guillotine or the rope, I can see that offer of restitution of Buckingham striding forth as my rescuer from heavenly passing, should I submit to him entirely. I think Buckingham's got a rebound. It's all about the Queen these days. Why would he still be fawning over you? A hunter settles for a rabbit if he cannot catch the stag. If I was handed to him, his current infatuations would be thrown to one side. Which is why I need your help. Me? You can save me, as my precious Lord de Winter did all that time ago. Charter a ship. Take me home. I promise, 
You will be heralded by my allies, not to mention myself. I'm not sure I can. Come now, are you not a brave man? Beyond the concession of your equals, at least leave me your knife. Should I die with dignity? No. Plain and simple. But why? Three reasons. One, I'm very good at reading people. Have to be on a daily basis or I'm dead. Which is why I knew from the very start that you were lying about Buckingham. What? How dare you? Two, your life. Even in your desperation, you never wanted to die then or now. Can't kid a kidder. And you definitely can't kid someone who knows the truth. Don't insult me like that. Oh, and three. I'm gay as all hell, m'lady. Womanly wiles won't work on me, sis. I can offer you anything. Power, money. Don't need it. Besides, what if I found your brother and told him all this? That'd earn me a pretty penny. And an early grave for me. Have you no pity? If you were real, sure. But since you're not, the hanging tree it is. You're gay? What on earth? Oh, freeze you. Oh, you can't be gay. That ruins the plot. Sorry? Uh, you said romance. I thought I was being accommodating, giving you a chance to stop tampering with my story. And this is how you repay me. Repay you? Again, I've not read the original, but surely this would be ten times funnier. It's not meant to be funny. <sighs> I have had enough of you. You and your friend messing with my perfect recreation, with your changes and your traits. Fine. Fine! If you want to be involved so much, I've got the perfect location for you. And maybe if you survive, you'll learn to leave the story alone. Survive? There you are, Jason! Did you get a good part in the book? I got the Countess de Winter in a cell. Do you? D'Artagnan accidentally killed the Cardinal. All fun and games. Eridmo was not pleased. Oh, yeah, same. He threatened to put us somewhere deadly. Any idea? Hmm. Well, if I know my military fortifications, this is a bastion. Which would mean... <laughs> yeah, that! Get down! What the devil are you doing here? I might ask you the same. Except, well, I know. The Siege of La Rochelle. This lot made a bet that they could hold this fort for an hour while every Englishman under the sun tried to prove them wrong. Good news, they brought breakfast. Bad news... Gunfire. Lots. Mousqueton. Gather those muskets. Right away, sir. Mousqueton? It was Grimo in the book. Ugh, so that change was fine. They're getting closer. How many would you say that is? Twenty, I'd say. Sixteen pioneers, four soldiers. About five hundred paces off. Outnumbered, then. Ha! <laughs> it almost sounds like you're complaining. These sensible gentlemen. This may have been my idea, but should it fail, I have no qualms in denying responsibility. Just blame it on the lackey. Oi! Don't be trying that again. We merely have to hold our position for an hour. We have weapons, the high ground, and uh, some rather pleasurable wine, if I do say so myself. This should be child's play. Oh yeah, you'll be fine. Us, however, 
none of this is real. We're safe. You're right. They're all hard like holograms. Solid enough to be interacted with, but ultimately, yes, false. Exactly. Nothing can hurt us. Oh, the smell of the mud, the chill of the blade. Milady's breath on your skin, it's real enough. Arubmo's looking to stop us interfering now by whatever means necessary. Even if we make it through here, he'll keep cycling us through the story until he finds something lethal. A poison glass of wine, an axe by the river. Whatever it takes. Then how do we get out? Working on that. They're getting closer! 500 paces? Who taught you to count, Muscatel? You did, sir. Arubmo's speeding them up. Gentlemen! We are engaged in breakfasting in this bastion. If you really have business here, please wait until we have finished our repast, or come back in a little while. Unless you wish to join us and drink to the health of King Louis. Steady there. These are civilians. Shockingly bad marksmen. Whoa! Yeah, terrible marksmen. Very well. You do not wish to wait. So be it. Got one. Nice shot, sir. Jason, get down! <clears throat> Bit close to comfort. I bet they're programmed to aim at us. We're not safe here. Wait, spoilers, but did any of the musketeers die here? No, they all make it. Then we use them as cover. We can't be hit if they're in the way. They'd be hit first, which won't happen. We'll be safe. Brilliant! Pick your favourite on three. One, two... <sighs> what the hell are you doing? Sorry, need a better cover. Keep up, you're doing great. They're really keeping up the pace. I know! I barely touched my wine! No! Jason! You alright? No! I've been shot! I am very much not alright! You're fine, it's just a graze. They seem to be getting closer. They're not touching us. Just makes them easier targets. Us too. We can't stay here. Come on, think, think! Trying! Still been shot. We're in a story. How do you escape a story? Well, how? Thinking! How would you escape a dream? I wake up. But that's out of your control. It happens naturally or with some outside force like an alarm. Unless. Unless. You figured out it was a dream. Willed yourself awake. The fourth wall of. Yes, Jason, you know what a fourth wall is, right? Yeah, the. A story that the audience watches through, like, like the set of a sitcom. Which characters in the story can break by realising they're fictional? If I said we were actually in an audio drama... Eridmo is watching us through a fourth wall right now. His little viewing gallery. All we need to do is smash through. Then where's the sodding wall? Everywhere and nowhere. It's abstract to us. Doesn't stop us knocking it down. We know this is a story. Have done since the start. Why aren't we out of here? Not enough. We need to overcharge the systems. Think of something real. Realest thing you can think of. Right on top of us. Keep firing. It's working. Come on, Jason. I'm trying. Can't you do it? I'm 2,000 years old, travelled through time in a big blue box, and accidentally married Marilyn Monroe. What's the difference between facts and fiction to me? Marilyn Monroe? Just do it! Damien. What have you done? Don't mind us. We'll let ourselves out. But, but... You said it yourself. Well, almost, but you were close. The system's not broken, just in beta.
by trying to simulate the whole novel, you overworked it, letting us make alterations. Good ones too, not worth the death threats. But the accuracy... Oh, just enjoy the story. If you want accuracy, read the book. Quite frankly, I think we made it better. Dumas can really ramble. I... The projections were interfering with her controls. We should be able to take off fine now they've shut down. You know, I was lying a tiny bit. Yeah, that adds up. About what? What was real? I could think of something. You. I've been with you for so much stuff. How come I don't blend into the background with the aliens and celebrity weddings? You're the only reason it doesn't blend. If I can look at the universe through your eyes, then it stops becoming fiction. It's alive, teeming with so much wonder and majesty that no writer could ever match. Without you around, I might as well shack up with a Rigmo. Now, we better get out of here. Which reminds me, I still don't know where here is. Weird. What is? I deleted the records of this planet from the TARDIS databanks. Centuries ago. I can't think why I'd do that. To tell you not to go back? Maybe. It's as good a guess as any I've got. And you were doing so well with guesses earlier. I know! <laughs> Let's go find somewhere more certain. Thank you for visiting the library. We hope you've enjoyed the facilities provided to you for our grand reopening. Please come back soon. Goodbye, sweetie. You have been listening to Doctor Who Out of the Shadows. Episode 10, The Fourth Wall. Written by Jacob Cook. Starring... Evie Press as The Doctor. Jacob Cook as Jason Whitaker, Alex Kamesh as D'Artagnan Matthew McConkie as Arthos Aaron Kotagonkar as Porthos Peter Furback as Arab Sam Turnbull as Eridmo Alexandra Hart as Milady Jacob Freider as Cardinal Richelieu Alistair Hall as Rochefort Stephen Ledger as Jessac Eurydne Temiabejume as Bikarat Artemis Lam as Karosak Anthony Ford as Buckingham. Rob Morrissey as Captain Treville. Olivia Adderley as Woman's Voice. Other parts were played by members of the cast. The production team was as follows. Director, Jacob Cook. Assistant directors, Becky Latcham and Nicole Baltablanca. Sound designer, Ollie Fab. Sound editors, Caleb Harvey and Tom Lister. Composer, Oliver Hopkins-Burke. Production assistants, Lyra Jong and Matthew Redmond. With special thanks to Jay Figueredo. Next time on Doctor Who, Out of the Shadows. Oh, that's not good. What's up? I don't know yet. I've got an alarm set to register any major alien activity on Earth. And it's going off. That's handy. You'd think. Is this your companion? Companion, annoyance, one of the two. Every war 
shares one glorious quality. Doctor Who Out of the Shadows is an independent production and has no affiliations with Doctor Who or the BBC. For a full list of cast and crew, visit the link in the episode description. I'm Jacob Cook. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.